Hello and welcome. Thank you so much for tuning in again. I hope you liked the second part. It goes on straight away. Just enjoy. Take whatever you need out of the interview. What you don't need, you leave it and enjoy. Is energy then helping you? Um, why is it making such a major difference for people when they open up towards them a more spiritual self? Very good question. Um, so it goes back to the basics of the law of attraction, right? So everyone, uh, this law of attraction states that you will attract what you want in this life. Now there's a big misconception with that. You do not attract what you want in this life. You attract what you vibrate at, at this life. Um, so why is it so important? It's because, um, it's, I think it goes back to the fundamentals of how this universe works from a physics, from a physics perspective. Um, like always attracts like so things which are meant to which are meant to be together from a same vibratory perspective whether they're opposites or whether they're similars um will always be attracted to one another i think that goes i don't know the exact science of it but when we go to the physics perspective it's just like always attracts like um let me just find a good example you know your girlfriend for example or your best friend like you know how how we have this body this best friend like why do we have a best friend we're very similar or we're very compatible you know maybe we're a bit opposite but we're vibrating at the same level you know we're always attracted to people who resonate with us because we feel better around them they make us happier and we feel that we're part of something of a community right so this universe works very much in based on who what is like what and just aligns it all the time um Now, why is it, um, your question was, why is it important for, for not manifestation? It was no, for, no, no, like energy, like why, like how is energy and opening up like, like just the self-awareness, the higher self-awareness, why is it so important? Because I, I, obviously there is a shift happening. We talked about mm -hmm. that, but I just want to make people kind of understand more how this is so important and how it can help you because... I mean, follow your intuition is very easily yeah. set, but like, mm -hmm. it's not something, okay, yeah, let's just follow my intuition. It's so easy yeah, because exactly. obviously it takes also training. As you said, it takes repetition as well as everything in life. Um, but yeah, just to... Yeah, well, why to do it basically? Indeed, indeed. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Um, so it goes back to the philosophy that our higher self, so believing that, Number one, it's believing that this dimension is not all we see, that there's higher planes, the astral plane, plane or whatever you want to call it, the fourth dimension, fifth dimension, or whatever, anything, the dimension where you can't touch things. It's not 3D. Um, so believing that there's a version of you in that dimension, your higher self or your soul, as some people call it, um, which knows more than your lower self. So your lower self would be your mind, your persona, Pericles is the lower self. Then there's a higher self that kind of, lives in a higher dimension, the astral plane, and just kind of sees the future a little bit. You know, he's able to see the past. He's able to see five years ahead, 10 years ahead. And he knows what I'm here to do before, regardless of what I think. Um, so really using energy and opening up the heart and working with the energy field um, comes from the principle that you trust that as you do that, you will become a higher version of you who already knows what's going to happen. And just basically you bring it into your life. Um, it's, it's more, there's more coherence in your field. So by working with energy, we create a higher state of coherence within our energy field. Um, as we have a higher state of coherence within our energy field, our energy field is more light, stronger we're attracting things which have a similar energy field or which match 
the energy field that we have. Um, so for anyone looking to have success, peace, um, money, relationships, travel, whatever it is, the question is, how is your energy field? Because you're always attracting based on that. The level of success you have is based on your energy field very often. And sometimes energy fields can be very intense and successful, um, but they, they can, they don't, they, they're not very light. That's also worked. Um, but we're basically always attracting things in our daily life based on our field. Um, and working with the field and upgrading the field, cleaning the field, making it more light or making it more dark if you want to do some things which are more conscious driven, um, is how we can easier attract and work and attract and have different things because we're directly working on the higher plane, which is the energy astral plane, which things first happen there and then they manifest in the physical world. So the physical world is only a reflection of the astral world. Um, so the question is, do you want to work physical to physical, which you can, but it takes a while to change? Or do you want to go a step higher, going astral, change things there, and then let the physical manifest for you in there? And sometimes the manifestation is not exactly what your ego mind would have wanted, but that's the higher self coming in and saying, hey, I know you will like this more. Trust me. And he gives it on. Um, I hope that makes sense. It's a bit of a abstract topic it, 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 it does make sense it is kind of abstract i i do agree with that um but it's it's fine like whoever understands and will understand and mm. if not it's also fine i i do think i'm happy to help if anyone has questions you can always ask all, obviously just yeah just also he, he perically also obviously you can just text them if you have any more question um just to go back a little bit more from the energy because i also think the energy is going to be much stronger also in your life due to what you actually um where you are more driven towards now but i just listened somewhere or like i also saw again uh, a youtube video and there were two words which came into my mind of which you said you said america and hollywood and what What did you do there? Um, how did this dream, uh, like at what age were you when you did something in America? What was the dream behind it? Uh, yeah, what was the one. journey? <laughs> These were my dark times. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry. No, 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 no. I'm more than happy to help. I don't like to hide stuff. I like to put it as it is. So um, I lived in America for five months. Um, I went there two times. So I lived, the first, I lived for a couple of months in Los Angeles, in Hollywood. Um, The second time I lived in San Francisco. So the first time I was, I was 21, I believe. Um, and I started working for a company called RSD. I'm sure many, many males might know it. Um, RSD is a pickup company. So basically it's a dating company, just a bit more vulgar. So uh, I was a big dating fan. I was, I was a lot, uh, I was, as a young male, you know, I was very interested in sexual intercourses with women. So I started seeing that I'm not very good at it. So I had to learn some techniques and skills, or at least I thought I had to learn some techniques and skills. Um, so I went and pursued that path and I ended up working for a company in Los Angeles that does this. And they basically told me to fly over, stay with them, and then I would work with them. So I did editing for them and they had a lot of instructors. And basically we went out in Hollywood and they, we would go have, have different students. It was a big coaching company. Uh, and uh, we would film and then edit and then put them on YouTube and then seminars and online workshops. And basically I stayed two or three months. It was a beautiful time, actually. I really, really loved it. Um, I did create a lot of karma. That's what I mean, dark time. So I did do a lot of things out of ego, out of fear, without necessarily thinking of the conscious of, you know, I use my money because I'm, I'm good in communication. I can manipulate um, individuals unconsciously. Um, yeah. And I did that a lot and I create a lot of karma, which 
I, I now work on, on healing. Um, but yeah, I really loved it, actually. I had a lot of fun. America and was amazing. That, that's, yeah. a, that's pretty impressive what you just said. It's a pretty strong statement you just said because if you're already that far, that's uh, very impressive in terms of your journey. Like You're always like, um, yeah, this, this higher self-awareness you have is uh, the reflection. It's um, pretty powerful, Yuja. What you just said, I just wanted to add that um, because yeah, just thank you. having the awareness of the karma you used and the communication skills because I do think I... I we, I think actually we have quite a couple of things in common because also my communication yeah. skill, I think is quite all right. And I also have a very good feeling of people. And mm -hmm. if I, I'm in a very good energy and you're a water sign in the Zodiac. zodiac Sorry. Astrology. You're a water sign. Zodiac astrology. What's your, what's your uh, uh, twin? Astrology? Twin. Ah, you're a Gemini. Okay. Awesome. Yeah. So, and, and, and it, I don't know. I just also like the, the influencing people and actually then like, I know it, it's also something which is, I think, given to me. And that's also what I also noticed. You have to be very careful with it. And I, I, I personally have to be very careful with it because obviously you can use it for bad or for positive things. And I decided very early on when I noticed it, when I had the chance to be as aware, um, to use it po positively, obviously, and mm -hmm. don't waste it on, on stupid things. But again, go, go on with the, the Hollywood. Like what was the, the, the journey? Why? Like, why did you take the decision to go there? Like what, like what kind of things you followed there? Was it like just for success? What was it for kind of? Sure. So um, I was a big fan of this company called RSD, Real Social yeah. Dynamics. It, it's actually basically the biggest, uh, one of the largest dating companies in the world. And they had this scheme where you could become an instructor and then you would have your own students and you would go under the brand and basically you would, they would build everything for you. And there were like seven, eight RSD instructors that they were very awesome. You know, they were very rich. Uh, they had all the women. Um, they seemed to have a lot of fun. They went to all the parties and they made a lot of money teaching people how to do the life they were doing. You know, so I was like, perfect. That's exactly what I want to do. Um, so I was a fan of the company for many, many months. And I was studying their videos, learning about them, practicing, etc. So when I saw a job opening, I applied and we had some interviews with the CEO, with a, a, a Nick. Yeah, he's a CEO. Um, and they were like, okay, cool. You're, you're fit to work. Come to us. So I decided to move from Luxembourg. I was working as a, as a construction worker, I think I had just finished doing some crap, some crack a job. Um, and I was like, well, I, I, I preferred being in LA and living with all these guys and practicing what I love at the time. Um, well, I still love it. Um, but practicing what I love without, you know, being without having to worry about money because they provided everything. And plus it had, it had a big opening in my career path. Eventually I had to leave because of visa reasons. Like you can't stay too long in the U.S. Um, but I'm very happy that I went there. It was an amazing experience. I loved Hollywood. Um, I would go back, live in California. It's some different vibe than Europe. Um, I probably would not be so focused in dating. I mean, I don't, um, I love it. And I think there's a lot of individuals that can use a lot of help from that company. Um, it's just my path now is a bit different, but I'm very grateful for everything they taught me, everything we practiced. It was a great experience, I think, to to live in the US at a young age really opens your mind as a European. You're like, oh, well, they're very different here. <laughs> no, that, that is true. I, and I also like, I really love, I think San Francisco is my favorite city, actually. Like, I really mm. love San Francisco. Like, the, though I just had the chance once, like, I think we, I went twice to LA and, and once to mm -hmm. San Francisco. And I really like um, San, San Francisco for some reason. I really fell in love with the, with the city. I don't know. Mm -hmm. uh, I really liked it. And then, like afterwards you went back to Luxembourg, you went back where to Cyprus, like what, and, and by the way, like why are you traveling so much? Like where did you grow up? 
why sure. are there so many countries involved now you're in Athens like <laughs> <laughs> yeah of what? course so uh, my parents are Greek both um, but they moved to Luxembourg 30 years ago and they had me so I was born Luxembourgish but I have the Greek citizenship because they're Greek um, my university now I started studying this year again um, is actually in Greece um, my work is in Luxembourg and uh, my other client is in Cyprus, so I have to go to Cyprus a lot. And then I like to, I've been, all in the past, I never really had a long-term job. So I would always find mini jobs in many different areas. So I found a job in LA, then I was done. Then I found a job in Singapore, I went to Singapore. Then I found a job in San Francisco, I went to San Francisco. Then I found a job in Brussels, I moved to Brussels. So I was very, uh, I like to travel and I used jobs to go there, you know. That's cool, um, yeah. And um, yeah, I just, I just really enjoyed new experiences. Um, I'm a very, I'm very much into experiences. I believe that I don't care if the experience is bad or good. Just let me have the experience, and then I'll decide for myself. So I, I naturally seek experiences. So I think this made me travel a lot over the last four or five years. Now I'm more of into a phase where I want to stabilize and kind of build what I have. Um, I think I, it's not that I've explored enough, but I've explored enough to now get to now really build something long term. Because now I'm, I feel I'm very aligned with what I like and what I want to do. Uh, so now I'm looking to stabilize a bit more in Luxembourg and get into a routine and and steady, more, 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 more routine-like life. I know I'll still travel quite a bit, but not as much as I used to. Um, yeah, I just enjoyed, I enjoyed traveling a lot. So I, yeah, <laughs> I mean, I think, I think traveling is also one, like, one of the great things which really broaden your mind. And then it's like something like when you, like, there are obviously also people who don't have the chance to travel that much or who could actually potential, not right now, maybe not, but like who could, travel more and i think traveling is automatically really helping to get out of your comfort zone because you are in a different country you're going to meet different people and usually like especially when you travel and you meet other travelers they are way more open it's way more easier to connect because obviously especially when you travel alone i think that's actually the best to get out of your comfort zone mm -hmm. you're gonna you're gonna have to connect because the human tends to wanting to connect to other people because being alone is pretty upsetting um after a while and even so you don't like to maybe get out get in contact with new people i think traveling by yourself can be very um full, fulfilling and very very nice because i also had the chance i spent one year in america i was in texas um in, in high school um but also like i like to when i have the chance now due to corona it's a little upsetting actually it's really annoying for me because i would love to travel i actually wanted to go to the retreat by the way um with stefan's mom i would have loved to ah you were the other partner there. yes with stefan's friend yes coming. and i was very upset that i don't know i wasn't i could have probably done it but i don't know for some reason i didn't um so what i wanted to say also by the way i also went to singapore last year it was very amazing cool. uh, I, i arrived there um different no, world huh? <laughs> it was it was amazing like we arrived like from the airport like in the middle of the night we were in the financial center of of um mm. singapore and it was super breathtaking like, it was really amazing mm. also like right away seeing the the, the skyline and, and the the hotel house is called uh, marina bay hotel um, mm -hmm. marina bay Sand, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's it was pretty uh, pretty nice uh, pretty cool mm -hmm. um now coming coming back to like more the business mindset and the combination of like the spiritual self mm. the awareness because i i also f like i'm not as far in the process as you are but i also found out that i think a great combination is i try to figure out right the the right um amount of certain things i want to have in my life like spiritual mm. self i was also at some points very spiritual uh, where i mm. try to be always in the flow but then i noticed actually that that wasn't possible. My brother actually 
brought it towards me because I thought for a while that the goal is to be always in the flow. But I figured mm. out, like I, I did it, I think I, I had like really cool three, four days where I was in such a high intense vibration. It was mm. almost crazy. I could attract almost any person. I was really a great flow and I was really shocked by that. And I thought I could stay in the flow. But then you... Mm you obviously have the downside, which is sadly happened. I mean, mm -hmm. obviously not sadly, but it has to happen, as you said and mm -hmm. explained. How can I for myself handle it maybe better? Or is it just out of experience, like out of trying out uh, how much uh, spiritual things I need, how much business stuff I need? And mm -hmm. also then going on with the question, how do you decide who do you want to get teach by? Because right now I mm -hmm. have the chance to get teach in marketing by Jay Abraham. I don't know mm -hmm. if you know. Ah, really? Of course I do. Yes. How come? He, uh, my mom has a coaching with him. I actually, I hope. Like um, the, the, the real Jay Abraham? Yes, the real Jay Abraham. Of yes. course you should get taught by Jay Abraham. Are you joking? He's amazing. He's like um, one of the best marketers out there. <laughs> he's, he's impressive and he's really mind-blowing for me. Like mm -hmm. when he says five sentences, you have to like, I don't know, work a week to kind of sometimes understand what he is saying and how many different options in terms of business, in terms of proof when he's trying to teach you it's so impressive and we don't have a one-on-one -on -one because it's really expensive we have like a group mm -hmm. thing but we also mm -hmm. had the chance five times to talk an hour to him one-on-one -on -one. it was really impressive mm -hmm. you can that's amazing it, it is it is very amazing i was i was never as impressed on a person as he mm -hmm. is and he also looked into so many industries it's just uh, very cool how should you like try to figure out the the um mixture you need to mm -hmm which is best for you? Like, what do you think personally um, helps people to find the right amount of certain things to, to be happy in the end? I guess I think mm -hmm. happiness is some, a very powerful state. Mm -hmm. Of course. So I would say everyone has their own balance. Um, yeah. So uh, spirituality and business or once again, negative and positive, light and dark, or um, maybe let's put it as... Let's put it as surrender and flow versus willpower and force. Maybe these are the two polarities. Um, I think everyone has the right balance and it's only through experimentation that we find our own balance. So for example, up to the age of 22, I, I barely flowed. I barely flowed, you know, so I was mainly doing stuff through willpower and through conscious effort. Um, then I discovered that I could flow a little bit. And then I went to the extreme of flow. And then I became this person that didn't want to work, didn't want to open the laptop, didn't want to do anything that has to do with doing stuff and i just wanted to hug people kiss the trees and uh smoke marijuana and just meditate all day um and then i saw that that didn't make me happy either so then i started using a bit more conscious willpower analysis and just using my mind a bit more to do stuff um, my current balance is at the 70 30 about so i would say i'm flowing and surrendering about 70 percent of the time and about 30 percent of the time i'm consciously doing stuff and actively willpower i'm like okay maybe i should say no to that or i should do this um I think it's everyone finds their own balance through experimentation. So through basically doing stuff, seeing how you feel around it, um, I, I think kind of helps you align further towards uh, how it is that you best perform. Um, I think I do believe that a big, big key is to, is to flow into is to also flow when you're not flowing. So when it's tough and it's and you're it's a bit more willpowery it's a bit more um okay like for example you have to go study three hours or you have an exam tomorrow you know 
you do the best you can to still flow within conscious effort. Um, so you still work, but you're still using the flow in many moments, you know? So for example, I was having, um, I'll give an example. So I give exams uh, three times a year. So I don't actually study. I just come here the week before and kind of a few days before I study for the exams. So basically I pick up the entire course that was left in the year and I kind of study it in a couple of hours and then I go give the exam. Um, so, so far I've passed, I'm very happy actually, I've passed five out of five exams. Um, but the, and the, the way that I do it, so it's very, it's a bit forced for me to come and study, right? So I have to put like willpower. I'm like, okay, I tell my friends, we're not going to see each other for two weeks. I'm coming in to study. And I put my bum to sit down and study. I still procrastinate. I, I still do tweets or Facebook, Instagram. I scroll with my friends, but I still manage to get three hours of study per exam. So when I opened the, when I opened the exam course now in September, I would look at it and usually it would be like 150 pages, you know? So I look at it, I'm like, damn, like, how am I going to do, have three hours till the exam starts? It's Monday morning, the exam is in the afternoon. I've left it last minute, but I still made it enough where I have three hours of work. But then I look at the exam and I skim through the 150 pages and I just let my intuition let me guide it. And sh- my, my feeling just gets very hard, very strong in something and I stop there. And then I stop there and I study that. And I studied that for like, I studied that for like an hour and then I would get out of it. And then I would go down, 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 down page 76. Ooh, I get a strong feeling there again. And I would stop there and I would study that again. And then on the exam, it would be the exact things I studied. Um, so that's a combination I, I passed. Most exams I passed with barely minimum, but I still passed, right? Um, so that's a combination of using surrender, of being conscious, okay, I'm going to work, but still using a bit of flow, you know, still using your intuition and just being adaptable. I think the way to see it, that's like a fine line, you know, it's like a picture, like a cord and you're juggling, you know, like in the circus, you have this guy who's 50 meters high up and he's doing acrobat on like a very thin cord. Um, so picture on one side, you have flow and surrender. On the other side, you have willpower and discipline, right? And I think it's like, a, it's like a continuous left and right and left and readjusting, left and right and readjusting and readjusting and readjusting and readjusting and left and right. But you're not necessarily always thinking about it. You're just doing it and your body and your soul automatically just finds the right balance for you what we gotta do is just keep going for the experiences at least that's what i do um and sometimes i flow a bit more um i usually use conscious stuff i'm always kind of flowing it's just like when i'm doing more conscious stuff i just i just do the best i can to create an environment around me where it makes it easy for me to flow Um, because i'm always i'm performing much better work when i'm flowing than when i'm forcing um so if I'm forcing, you know, I still try to find some flow within the force. Uh, ideally, you create an environment where you don't have to force, where you're just naturally working and will, using willpower, but it's kind of very easy for you to do that. Um, so being smart about your environment and understanding that human beings are like a, a laptop or a dog. Um, so whatever you train, whatever software you insert, however you train your dog, the human brain and body will perform. Um, so basically create for, uh, using willpower to create an environment which allows you to flow in general i pretty much flow more often than than i consciously use willpower but then again i'm very um, i'm very much into like if you look at my astrological chart and my numerological chart i'm very watery i'm very sensitive and empathetic which is what makes me happy someone who's very earthy you know they're very practical very analysis they their flow is being in the numbers and sitting down and studying and doing that that's their flow and if you give them meditation and stuff they'll be like no 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 that's not for me you know so everyone has their own flow um and we find our own balance i think through experimentation personally i choose a bit more um flowiness and surrender than conscious analyzing and willpower 
but that's because it feels right within me and it makes me more happy, more productive. But everyone has the right balance. And I've seen people who are very successful on the flowing. They make a lot of money. They're very happy and they're helping a lot of people. I've also seen a lot of people who are very successful um, and helping a lot of people only doing willpower. And basically they've done it so much that it became flow as well. Um, so it's, everyone has their own right balance. It's, a, it's something that we learn through our experiences, I think. Thank you very much for the answer. It's uh, really nice. And also like for what you just described, also like that people are like really different uh, in mm-hmm. and how they are personally are, how they create the, the flow. But like we talked about the system and how the system kind of something puts a little force onto, onto people. And, and for me, there, I, have, I have friends who I think work very well with this system. All mm-hmm. they are those people then in the flow or even so they never thought about energy and they never thought about the, 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 the awareness and, and all those things. Can they be in the flow if they mm. are happy or is it just an illusion they brought into mm. their head? Like how, what would you say to this statement I just came up with? Because mm. that's something which I think quite a, a lot about because I sometimes feel a couple of my friends are not really happy, but they are just somehow mm-hmm. trying to, yeah, okay, I'm just going to be fine somehow. But I, I think, I think just for me, it's upsetting to see it sometimes because I would love to see more people obviously being for real kind of in their flow or like being satisfied with what they are doing and not just saying, okay, mm-hmm. it's going to work. Yeah. Out. So I think, oh, I think everyone has their own balance. Yes. However, I do think that there's, uh, when I look at society, the world, education, and people, there's just way too much willpower, way too much forcefulness, way okay. too much thinking, and way too much conscious doing. Um, so the, the world is mainly, if you look at the brain, you have the left side and the right side. The, I believe it's the left side, which is very imaginative, intuitive, or is it the other way around? And the right side is very uh, analytical, logical, right? So there's so much information on how to do this, how to do that, how to work, how to be successful, how to make money, which is all working with the logical side of the brain. Nobody really talks about how to work with feelings or how to feel or how to use feelings. You know, that's completely shut down. So as a rule of thumb, everyone is too much in willpower. Everyone is too much in forcefulness. Everyone, everyone. Um, Now... Once again, everyone has their own balance. In a metaphorical sense, pretend that everyone has percentages. Let's say my percentage is 70-30, even more at the moment. Um, eventually, I want to have it something like 80-20. Um, let's say most people are 70-30 the other way around, or maybe even 80-20 the other way around, you know, or maybe even 90-10. Some people are even 100-0. You know, they've completely shut down their emotions. Um, maybe they're meant to be more logical, but... Once again, I believe that if they, if they learn to use feelings and flow and surrender just 5%, just 10%, it would create exponential growth for them in the other side. Um, so I believe that there's, nobody is really 100% logical. Like Everyone is a human being. You have emotions. You came here to experience things. So I do believe that everyone has their own balance, but we have to see the world and understand that we have been taught information which is not that useful. I mean, it is, but there's a higher level of information which is feelings and surrender and flow, which even if we learn a tiny bit of that and we apply it even 5%, 10%, 15%, can have such a tremendous impact on our life and we can still be more analytical and logical and practical 
But even with just 5% understanding our feelings, how to process them, how to let them go, how to work with them, I think can have a huge impact on yourself as a human being. And you can keep a 90, 10%, 90% logical, 10% feeling, uh, but I still think that even 10% feeling is necessary for everyone because we're all human beings. You know, we came here to experience things and not just... Um, just you not know, just do stuff all the time you know it's uh, sometimes it's good to take a break even if you're the hardest working businessman and just enjoy life and feel your feelings or understand that if you're stressed or if you're sad or if you have these like something like you can't just always shut down your feelings by distracting yourself you know you just gotta yeah. feel it sometimes so i do believe that as a rule of thumb everyone is a bit um is a bit too much on the analyzing practical thinking part um i i, I agree on Yes, yes. No, I do agree. And I also like the, the exponential growth which is happening. I think it's also um, very interesting because when I look at my journey, um, it actually started also, um, by the way, with, with Stefan a lot. Um, he really helped me, which is really beautiful. And I, I just saw myself when I like I reflected my emotions, when I reflected all those different things which lead to more intuition to a um, higher self-awareness i really saw an exponential jump but the question i have now is you experienced this big jump in the beginning mm -hmm. and then we just talked about it you reflect and the grow like the growing curve is going slower you feel like because mm -hmm. certain things maybe you're not as aware anymore they feel mm. kind of like normal they they don't feel like something special anymore because in the beginning when you um started the higher self-awareness and um, it felt I, at least for me it felt special it felt very exciting and now it's obviously still exciting i'm still very happy about it but i feel like the growth is kind of stopping how can i make sure that i that i see more that I still grow? Like how can, how can people see that they are not, not procrastinating, but that they have still a development happening, maybe not as fast anymore because it's kind of plateauing a little mm -hmm. bit. Um, how, and also how maybe can you give it a kickstart again to make the next jump? Because mm -hmm. I like to, obviously like also what you said in, in the um, TEDx talk, um, those that people want to have everything faster and mm -hmm. if they want to lose weight they want to lose weight the next week or even today they want to just those small things um, want should be achieved very very fast for most people actually the willpower is very to achieve something very fast mm -hmm. um, how can you do those jumps of development faster and maybe with more awareness to be also proud of yourself to achieve a third thing for example now recording a podcast interview Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, so let's say I'd say two things on top of my head the first one is having transformational experiences um, so going to being in certain environments where there's a large amount of energy which can give you this big quantum job so whether it's a workshop from a healer or a meditation seminar or a personal development session with a coach one-on-one -on -one or a Jay Abraham um, call where he's going to teach you a couple principles of marketing. Those things are you're basically tapping into a higher energy field, and your energy field basically will quickly adapt. And then when it shrinks back to normal, it will be bigger. Um, so that's one way, you know, just consistently. And that's something I did a lot. 
um, and I still do a lot, is I consistently look for environments where there's a lot, a high amounts of energy, there's a big transformational experience, and I put myself in there, and you always fall back to, as you said, you know, it's an up and down process, but when you fall back, the, the, your, your, your character and your, and your energy is much higher. So that's number one. And then number two, the question is, what's your metric of success? So how do you, like, what are you, how, how is one judging that you're ahead or behind? Um, for me, my metric is just my heart. So I always, I always put my awareness on my heart and I'm like, how open is my heart? How much love am I feeling? How happy am I? How peaceful am I? And as long, and this is something that I always have within me and I'm always in control of that. No one is in control. I'm the complete master of my own heart. So I always notice it. Am I feeling more sad or more bad? Am I, and, and am I doing a good job at accepting it or am I trying to force it so much? So pretty much my metric of success is my own heart. And um, since I'm in complete control of my heart, it's not necessarily so sporadic. It's more like a, like a linear land that's either going a bit up and down, up and down. But it's not so big and up. In the beginning, when I was, when I was not using my heart and I was just having these transformation experiences, because that's how I started, I kept going to these events and these people, these mentors that I kept finding, and they would be like this up and down, up and down. Um, I would also have relapses, which would be stronger. Now my relapses are much less because I put most of my attention on my heart and I just do the best I can to keep it open um, and to just let the energy flow through it as much as I can, no matter what the outside environment is. Um, so it's always within my control. And at this point, it's kind of like an automatic habit. My brain is always just paying attention to my heart and it just opens it up, opens it up. And it's not even conscious at this point. You know, I'm just always like, oh, I'm feeling a little, a little defensive today or like a little stressed or a little dense. It's like, okay, then let me get to my heart. And I just, my brain just automatically goes there because it's been practiced a lot and it just yeah. kind of opens it up a little bit, you know? So, uh, my relapses now are not so, so intense as they used to be because as I relapse, I'm able to, to, uh, to be aware of my relapse and go into my heart during the relapse period. And as I go into my heart during the fallback period, um, the fallback period becomes shorter and more, less intense for me so i'm able yeah. to go back up again um okay. so i would say transformation experiences number one which i've been doing since i'm 18 consistently doing um and number two my awareness is always on my heart and how it feels and how much love i feel and that's my metric of success like how much love and peace am i feeling and since my heart is within my control um i always know that it's within me and i do it automatically it's impressive thank you so much for the insights and also um forgot what i wanted to say was probably not important. Um, <laughs> That's what they say. I, <laughs> I think, like, for me, like, now it gave me so much input. It was also, for me, since you're, as I said, a little a little ahead on the journey and also the direction where I want to go, I think I want to, like, not, not, I don't think, but I know that I want to go in a similar direction in terms of my experience. Um, just to finish up everything into yeah just make it a little nice piece of content um just give advice to the the audience what do you think is one of the things you should maybe focus on um or not even focus on just bring out whatever you would love to say to the audience between 18 and 30 um mm -hmm. we're talking to people who maybe found their energy maybe found not their energy super diverse um give whatever you can to the audience where you think you have the strongest impact that would be super meaningful to me if you could do so. Thank you so much. Of course. Let me take a second. 
So the advice I would give to myself and others who are in the similar age as me would be that we have absolutely not a clue who we truly are. Um, the human being is much, 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 much more powerful than we have been taught to believe and conditioned to believe. The powers that we have within us, both in terms of healing and manifestation, are beyond any technology, any hospital, any medicine. Um, we are truly multidimensional beings with unlimited powers. Magic is real at the highest level. Um, and the more, uh, the, more we, the more one believes it, the more it actually happens. So I would say no matter how tough it is, no matter how life is seeing like it's not working out to your advantage, know that it's, there's always a light at the end. This world was created with love and was created from the highest unconditional perspective, it, there you cannot fuck up. Even if you do the worst possible life, there's no fucking up. You get another chance and you can go again. And next time you'll be more aware. Um, and in terms of like a practical thing, um, less mind, more heart. So more decisions are based on the heart, less decisions based on the mind. And because the mind is Pericles, Pericles is only a version of who I truly am. It's only one of the, small percentage of what my soul is conscious of. So being aware of the heart, the heart is where the soul is sitting. So the heart is where your soul is. Uh, being aware of the heart allows me to remember who I truly am, which is my, my godness. You know, I am God within like everyone else. Um, so being more focused on my heart and aware of my heart allows me to remember my true self and thus unlocks my magical powers in this 3D realm. And the last quote that... Um, I heard that quite a while ago, which is great. The mind makes a, the mind makes a great servant, but a very poor master. The heart has to lead first. Um, so yeah, I'll finish up with that. More heart, less brain. Thank you so so much. Um, I don't want to add anything on your beautiful words. I really appreciate your time. Um, thank you so much for giving me all those insights. It really was blind, mind blowing for me. Um, my My head is working now on those things. Also, mm -hmm. while reviewing the interview, I'm pretty sure I'm gonna get a lot of other positive insights and to just listen back to it. I think it's really um, something which brings a lot of value to me mm -hmm. and to also the audience. Thank you so much for your time. Thank you, Joseph, for having me. It was my big pleasure and I hope someone finds some value from this. If you don't, you don't have to resonate with everything. Take whatever you want, leave whatever does not resonate. So thank you very much. It was my big pleasure being here. Thank you. Thank you so, so much for listening again. I hope you enjoyed the interview. If you want to ask us anything, any question, contact or whatever, just let us know. We are always wanting to help you guys, obviously, to grow personally and to improve in whatever area you want to improve yourself. Have a great day.